from Matt Muscardi's fifth floor. Ooh, it's, it's nice up here. It's the ESG Industries only weekly woke data podcast featuring Ari the Data Queen. Yay, I'm filling in for Matt. Yeah, in today's evergreen slug growth called June 7th, 2023, ultra nerdy ESG headlines, our alternative democracy in a word from our sponsor. Evergreen slug. Our show today is being sponsored by S-Gage, your ESG data solutions provider. Thanks, S-Gage. Yeah, you use their data every day. I do, actually. You ready for some fun? Yep. Let's start with some ultra-nerdy ESG headlines. Ultra-nerdy. I'm excited for what this means. They're ultra-nerdy because only really we care about these things. So maybe <laughs> the, maybe our colleagues in the ESG industry. Uh, we'll start with stakeholders' rule in no particular order. Microsoft will pay $20 million to U.S. federal regulators after it was found to have illegally collected data on children who had started Xbox accounts. Whoa. I didn't know also, children, $20 million, yeah. it's peanuts, right? Yeah, that's nothing, right? And who knew that children were starting Xbox accounts? I didn't know. <laughs> My kids don't do that. Did they knowingly... Did they know it was children or is it children that just lie about their age? Yeah, but who doesn't lie about their age? Right. Yeah. I lied to Facebook. They let me on. Let's go over to our woke data category. There was a Republican congressional committee yesterday. It's escalating its campaign against sustainable investing. Another committee in the House, in the Congress. The GOP heads of two major House subcommittees sought to cast investing that considers factors like climate or human rights as an insidious attempt to, quote, rewire the fabric of America, end quote. Ooh, that's nice. This fabric, man, it's getting so worn. Yeah. How about this? Mandy Gunasekara of the Independent Women's Forum, she was a witness for the Republicans, in her published remarks, she said, ESG aimed to promote gender transitions in children what it's a new one ESG is that, is doing is that what we do here i have no idea what does she mean esg like is that a person is that a thing is that your data i don't I think it's pr- us promoting it gender platform? transitions why would i care <laughs> i mean i'm i'm all for transgender transitions but am i telling someone to do that i think she says you are democratic congresswoman katie porter Mm -hmm. said, I can't believe this is part two of the ESG hearings. Part one was actually the stupidest hearing (laughs) I've ever been to. And now we're having part two. Please, God, let there not be a part three. (laughs) Well, (laughs) yeah, that's kind of says it all. She's not missing her words. And that's exactly (laughs) how I would feel. Let me just tell you this. I looked up the Independent Women's Forum even there, Ari, even on the Independent Women's Forum, the board uh, is 50% men. So even there, men <laughs> maintain some kind of control. I I really thought that, okay, this organization is going to at least have a majority women on its board. But no, even there, the men kind of maintain power. Uh, Moving on to CEO's rule. I have a few headlines in CEOs today. Uh, Linda Yaccarino. I just like this headline because it completely misses everything. 
Linda Yaccarino replaces Elon Musk as Twitter boss. Does anybody actually believe that? Come on. That's from the BBC. That's what the BBC is telling people. Come on, BBC. You can do better than that. Was Monday her first day as CEO or something? I think it was yesterday is right. Monday or yesterday. Tuesday. Chris Licht. We, Matt and I talked a lot about him. This The CEO of CNN who re- apologized to his team, to his staff on Monday morning because of his weird Trumpy town hall and this uh-huh. weird article about him in the Vanity Fair. Uh, I guess he's just kind of a weird dude. He's done. He's out. He's oh yeah, thirteen months. Quick. He was CEO and now he's been fired. They say that stepping was... down, but we know that's yeah, that BS. was really quick. Yeah, the interim leadership team is composed of three people. I've never seen this before: Amy Entelis, Virginia Mosley, and Eric Sherling. That's the that's so their succession plan is clearly non-existent <laughs> because right. <laughs> Let's just stick these three people in there. Are they being? Are they going to be called co-CEOs? Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. I, I, have we seen three co-CEOs? CEOs. That would be lovely. <laughs> They're a tripod. I don't uh, know. And finally, a CEO death. We don't report CEO deaths a lot, but I wanted to honor this guy, uh, Yvonne Menezes, the longtime CEO. I don't even know how to say this company name. The longtime CEO of Guinness maker Diageo. Do you know how to say that company name? No. Diagio, they make Guinness beer. He has passed away. He was 63 years old. Wow, comp- that's young. You yeah, think he had too much Guinness? The, oh, see, that's, I don't know, Ari. Do you have to go right into the Guinness jokes? <laughs> yeah. Deborah, Deborah Crew is taking over. Here's why I highlighted this company and highlighted this story because I actually looked at our data, our board sabermetrics data, because I was interested about the succession planning when a CEO dies. Mm-hmm. This company has an extremely balanced board influence-wise. Let this be a lesson to all boards and companies. The CEO was at 16%. That was the highest level of influence. The lowest was 6%. So That's really very high balanced. That's pretty low. Yep. And this There's is so a many companies where the lowest is like 0 or 1% yeah, zero because or one. they sit on zero committees and have been nowhere. And I don't even know why they're there. And let me tell you about Guinness, and I think the anti-woke probably won't want to be drinking this beer either. The Guinness board is 63% women. Th- that's a very high number. Seven it out is. of 11 directors are women, and that was with uh, the former CEO. So this is going to change. And the new CEO is a woman, Deborah Crew. This is a female power. This is f- this beer is run by female power. That's all I'm going to wow. say. Wow. Yeah. Nobody tell the Bud Light shooters of the u.s yeah i don't think they drink guinness anyway do they they're probably scared by that no probably not. it's too foreign it's too foreign let's move over to dystopia last category sam altman he's the ceo of OpenAI. he says he wants to maintain control of open ai and therefore will not take the company public because it would limit his freedom to make decisions <laughs> Has you heard of dual class shares? Right, exactly. But here's the weird thing about Sam Altman that we talked about before. He owns no equity in the company. None. <laughs> right? This is so bizarre. And I'm guessing, I'm I, I'm glad you brought that up, Ari, because that's probably the one of the reasons why he does not want to take it public because he'll have... He'll, he'll get have, nothing. Right? He'll His control will be diminished. He, his quote was, 
it kind of scares me. He says, when we develop super intelligence, we're likely to make some decisions that public market investors would view very strangely. Oh, what are they doing? I'm going to say to you, Sam Altman, because I know you're listening, go public because we here at Free Float want to know more about your company. We want to weigh in on your very strange decisions. That's sketchy. Why would he even make that comment? I know. <laughs> Finally, Ari, Apple, we talked about this. Apple had a big announcement. Was it Monday or Tuesday? They unveiled their new goggles, their new... Yep, Monday. Yeah, yeah Monday. I don't even know what they're called. Eye goggles? What are they called? Do you even know? No, it's just augmented reality goggles. It's not virtual reality. So here, here's the article. All the buzzwords that Apple avoided in its demo. Okay, ready for this? Yep. There's six words they specifically did not say. And I want to hear your opinions <laughs> on these, okay? Uh-huh. They, di- they did not say virtual reality. Oh, see? They're trying to stand out. Mm-hmm. Right? They did not say metaverse. Again. Right? They did not say AI. Very Too smart. scary for people. Yeah, very smart, the people at Apple. They did not say headset. Huh. I don't really get that one. They did huh. not say avatar. And finally, uh, they, they avoided the word simulation. So they're, they're trying something over there at Apple. They're trying to convince you of something. I think this is actually very smart to leave out all these words. Yeah. And I want to know what they used. I think I'm going to have to go back and watch the event. I did see a headline that the audience groaned when they heard the price of the, <laughs> of the new headset. The new was it three thousand dollars? What was it? I think it, it was thirty five hundred. Wow. Matt was suggesting that the reports are that it'll be a flop. I still I feel convinced maybe because I just think that Tim Cook is smart. I feel convinced that eventually they're gonna get they're gonna be the ones that get this right and the price will keep coming down. I mean, remember when the iPhones came out and they were so expensive for what an yeah. what a phone was at the time? Right. Right. Absolutely. It's and and iPads. I remember people groaning about iPads. Thought they were why would you want a big phone? Stupid. Yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I know I'm not getting one, so I'm not getting one. But I still think that they. I, I don't think they're going to be a flop. I think that they. I Are don't we think still going to yeah. go to the Apple Store and try them out, though? Uh, I won't, but you could. I think I will. Okay. Those are our headlines, Ari. That's it. That's all we got. Okay. Before we get to our alternative democracy wrap-up, let's hear the great Paul Hodgson from S-Gage talk about... What's he talking about? Stock awards and stock option increases. I'll let Paul describe it because I'm not going to describe it. Let's let Paul talk. Hello there. Paul Hodgson with S-Gage Statistic of the Week. As promised from last week, we are going to look at increases in stock awards for CEOs and in stock option awards. So between 2022 and 2023, um, 64% of companies reporting had reported an increase in or a change in the mean value of their stock awards to the CEO. And that increase was... 32.9% 32.9% over 2022. So a pretty significant increase in that compared to the increases in bonuses and annual uh, salary that we saw last week. Um, and the, the overall increase from the stock values, stock award values in 2013 to 2023 was 137.1%. Now, 2023 is the reporting year, so we're talking about 
fiscal 2022 is when these were being paid out. So that is, um, so we're looking at 408 of the companies in the SP 500 were reported so far this year. So pretty substantial increase uh, on average for stock awards. So let's just move over to stock options. This is for the S&P 500, by the way. I'm sorry, I should have made that clear at the beginning. And again, 408 companies filing, but only 34.1% of them reporting an increase in a stock option award. And this has a great deal to do with the fact that companies and remuneration committees, etc., have been moving away from stock options for probably the last 10 years. The stock awards are a little bit more sophisticated, are seen as a, a more effective way of tying compensation to performance, even if it's measured as total st stockholder return, for example. So companies have been moving gradually away from stock options towards stock awards themselves, full value stock awards. Um, so 34.1% only reporting any increase in stock option awards. Um, but again, that at the mean, the average, that was pretty significant, 23.2% increase. And since 2013, 88% increase over 2013 values. So we're looking at uh, almost a 9% annual increase, annualized increase for that. Uh, so there we have it, simple stuff. So next week, we're going to look at CEO total compensation, median values in total compensation for CEOs um, in the S&P 500 from 2011 through to 2023. Um, so we'll see what, what that brings us. And then we're going to get down and dirty on CEO perks. So I'll talk to you next week. And this is Paul Hodgson signing off with S-Gage Statistic of the Week. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Thank you, Paul, did you like that, Ari? Did so you learn something? Yeah. No, thank you, Paul. That was great. That was Paul Hodgson from S-Gage. We have an alternative democracy wrap-up. Both Ari and I looked at eight pretty famous companies. We gathered some of our thoughts about they, they just had annual meetings. They just voted on a bunch of nonsense. I'll take them in no particular order once again, Ari. First, Netflix. We've been waiting for many days now. We know that Say on Pay failed at Netflix. Netflix was yeah. refusing to release the press release about how many people voted against it. Ari, it's a big number. 71% of shareholders voted against pay at, at Netflix. That's incredible. That's a big deal. It's Even a big deal. This is still non-binding, right? This yep. is, yes, still non-binding. Yes. This means a lot, though, because this doesn't happen often. No, 71. I can't remember a higher number, to be honest. It's incredible. We did point out that because of their horrible leadership structure, they basically have three people they pay, they overpay as CEOs. They have co-CEOs <laughs> and executive chair and founder Reed Hastings is still there. So they, the shareholders are right to be pissed off. This is ridiculous. Uh, moving on, Meta Platforms had a vote. That's, that's, you know, that's Mark Zuckerberg. We should really just call it Mark Zuckerberg. The only thing yeah. I wanted to point out here uh, there was a pretty boring vote overall, but they did have a shareholder proposal. They all failed, but they did yeah. have one called give each share an equal vote. This is something you just alluded to, Ari, that if you want to maintain control of your company as a tech company, just have a dual class share system where your shares are worth 4,000 votes and regular people's shares are worth you know one vote. Uh-huh. But here was what the company said. I say the company, but Mark. Here's what Mark Zuckerberg said 
in response to why shareholders should reject this, reject give each share an equal vote. He said, the requested change to our capital structure is unnecessary and is not in the best interest of Meta and its shareholders at this time. <laughs> That's the logic. It's unnecessary. It was basically Mark saying, no, I want to keep my dual yeah, class shares. It's not necessary. <laughs> I, I Go like take that. a hike. Did you find anything about Meta platforms you want to share? Nothing to see here. Um, not really. Everything was pretty boring, except, you know, yeah. Cheryl Sandberg seems to be the miscongeniality of the of the group here. What do you mean? She got, she got the most votes for, the least abstained. Okay. You know, people like her still well, for some reason. Ostensibly, she is the only person that might be a counterbalance to his power. I mean, we we always used to call her the actual CEO, right? So I, yeah, I don't but know. she can't. She still can't do anything. You're right. She can't do anything. I'm she just guessing, no, like no why she gets the most power. votes. Yeah. She's just she's just well liked. I think. Anything else? Want to move on? Oh, and the yeah. least favorite shareholder proposal was the government takedown requests. Yep. That one got no love from shares from shareholders yeah. whatsoever. It's part of a slew of these are the anti-woke votes that Matt talks about, anti-ESG votes. And and I I want to point out that for the first time ever there's several in today's show, but for the first time ever a shareholder proposal has used the words Hunter Biden in its reasoning. So Hunter <laughs> Biden is now appearing in shareholder proposals. It's really crazy. I mean, what a bizarre conspiracy That's theory. So bizarre. Oh yeah. my gosh. Let's move on to Expedia Group. All I can say is that there seems to be a lot of feisty voters at Expedia this year. The, yeah, the, what's going on Expedia? Are they dissatisfied with Expedia? They're, they're what they really Has seem Expedia to Expedia let them down. I think what they're really pissed off about is pay. 43% voted against the say on pay, and the people who got hit the hardest were all people on the pay committee. That's Beverly Anderson, Craig Jacobson, and Chelsea Clinton. Chelsea Clinton. Yeah, that's right. Chelsea the daughter of the former Clinton, president. So random. Yeah. But they, they're all on the pay committee. Okay, that makes sense. That do, does make sense. Uh, and I will say. Do we see that at Netflix? Okay, here's the problem with Netflix is it's a classified board, so not all directors are up for election every year. Oh. Only one pay committee director was up for a vote. That was Matthias Dopfner. But he had more yes votes than, the, than were against, say, on pay. 71% were against, say, on pay, but 82% voted for a pay committee chair. So who... Uh, <laughs> I mean, shouldn't you be mad at somebody? Shouldn't you well, be mad at the pay? Well, maybe those shareholders did not make the connection. Like yeah. the Expedia shareholders. <laughs> right. And this is why we're here at Free Flow. And this is why we created Board Center Metrics. Because there are people actually making these decisions. It's not just some AI bot, right? Some machine yeah. that makes the pay for Netflix executives. It's people. People make these policies. You can vote against the people. Yeah. Moving on to ExxonMobil. I don't have much to say here. It's kind of boring. They 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 loved it everything. Was boring. All twelve shareholder proposals failed. I don't know. I got nothing to say here. You, you got anything and to say? And all twelve directors were elected, re-elected, or elected by a lot. By a lot. Yeah. A, over ninety percent, including you know the activist slate from a couple years ago. They're still on, right? Well, here's yeah, and here's what we're lear we're learning. I guess is that. If profits are up, shareholders will like you, despite the fact that you might be killing the world. But if profits are up, 
you know, we're going to vote in your favor. So I guess the ESG conspiracy is failing. Walmart had a vote. Again, I'm calling, I'm calling this one boring. Yeah. Everybody passed. In fact, the highest no vote against the director was only 4%. So again, this is another one of these mismatches, Ari. 21% of shareholders voted against pay, but they supported every Everybody. director by at least 96%. So I, I don't get it. I don't get why they don't make that connection to at least you know, the pay committee. Come to us. We'll tell you. We'll tell yeah, you come to who, us. To, who to blame. You're Another upset. Huge, Call us up. Yeah, exactly. Another huge company that had a shareholder vote was Lowe's. I got nothing here. Another you one. Know, the only thing that I took away was that mm-hmm. they really don't want the chair of the board and the CEO to be the same person. They don't. They don't. About a third voted for that shareholder proposal. Okay, well, could be better. I, I don't. I, I, this is I one don't know thing a I, third. So I guess with I all guess of so. these, where it's like barely anybody, you know, says anything. A third, it's like, oh, yeah, someone's got a problem with this. Well, I don't know. Is it because the per, is it because Marvin Ellison is black? <laughs> that's oh, I whoa, wonder. that's a conspiracy theory. I like that conspiracy. Yeah, I don't get this one. I'll, I'll never understand this one. I've been working corporate governance for a long time. I, if your thing really is fiduciary duties and all that, I don't know why you wouldn't always want an independent chair. How could it hurt? Right. How? Right. Pinterest, another famous huh. company that had an annual vote. Is Pinterest, do people still use Pinterest, Ari? Do you use Pinterest? I was just about to ask you that. Yeah. Because I thought people used it for like their wedding inspo and whatever and wasn't the wedding industry down after COVID? I don't like, really who know. was still pitting anything? I Maybe it was house renos after that because everybody was into that. The only reason why I know Pinterest is I think Matt's wife uses it. And Matt is always talking about Pinterest. Okay. <laughs> Does that Maybe count? Matt uses it a lot. Okay, this one's also boring, but I did want to point this a couple of things out. First of all, they had an extraordinary pay ratio, CEO pay ratio. The CEO's pay compared to the median worker's pay was just about 1,000 to 1. It's huge. Wow. I did the math. CEO Bill Reddy earns his median worker's pay, assuming you start work at 9 in the morning, right? That's he earns. Late. He earns his median worker's pay on the first day of the year at 11.04 a.m. Before lunch. Before lunch, he's already earned the median. Work. That I find that to be just, just wow. gross. Honestly, it's he just could, gross. He could eat a worker before lunch. And this isn't even the founder of Pinterest. This is just the, this is the CEO. The CEO is a man of Pinterest. I know, right? Really, it is a letdown. Yeah. Uh, I also wanted to point out for Matt's sake, in case Matt's listening, is that there was an anti-woke proposal for Matt's favorite group of angry white dudes. That's the National Center for <laughs> Public Policy Research. Matt loves talking about them. They requested an addi- additional reporting on government requests to remove content. Again, Ari, another proposal that mentions Hunter Biden. I love it. By name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one only got 0.33% yes. All... Th- all these anti-woke, anti-ESG shareholder proposals are absolute failures. Wait, I'm sorry. Can you remind me again how a shareholder proposal gets on? Like, how does it get on the ballot, I guess? Well, here's how it, it typically works. There's a, in, the, in the proxy statement, they, there's a deadline for submitting these proposals. You have to own a certain amount of shares. You have to follow a bunch of rules. The SEC has a bunch of rules about how you, how you 
create these. The company usually tries to reject all of them. They uh-huh. argue against all of them, but then the SEC kind of pushes back and and <laughs> kind of makes the companies include most of them. But that's basically it. You basically have to be a shareholder and you have to have enough money to submit the, the proposal to put it all together. But that that's it. I mean, we could, I think we could do it, right? Okay. Why not? Okay. Maybe that should so be a goal it, next it year. It seems like the only people that voted for this <laughs> are the only people that were interested in uh, putting it on 0.33%. Absolutely. I think you're absolutely correct. <laughs> okay. Got uh, it. And finally, in our show for June 7th, 2023, this is Business Pants. We have one more company for our alternative democracy wrap up, and that is what is that? Oh, Amazon.com. Amazon. What this happened one, to Amazon? I didn't even look at this one, to be honest. I will tell you this that Amazon voters are maybe a little bit smarter. Say on pay. 32% said no, but also 29% voted against the pay committee chair. So that seems a okay. right? That's consistent. Yeah, yep. but why are, would are this you happen using to other companies? <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, I think they are using our data. I will say that they had an incredible, I think this is a record, I think we reported on this, they had 18 shareholder proposals, 18. Wow. And of course, they all failed. Okay. Were there another any popular one, ones? Another one from Matt's, favorite national center for public policy research another anti-esg anti-woke one was the was the biggest loser one asking for a report on a cost benefit analysis of its diversity equity and inclusion programs (laughs) right featuring this incredible quote this quote will make you scratch your head until not only all your dandruff falls out but you start start bleeding here's the quote they used Racial equity calls for potential discrimination by race. (laughs) What the hell does that mean? Racial equity is racist is what they're saying? Racial equity is bad. It potentially cause racism. Uh, Craziness. This is is the reverse racism thing that people cry (laughs) about, I think. It's craziness. But I will point this out. For all of our listeners, all of our, our right wing, we must have a lot of Republican listeners, right? <laughs> I'm sure. Amazon has clearly gone woke. So now you can't shop at Target. You can't shop at Walmart because all the people think Walmart's woke now. And you can't shop at Amazon because here's the quote that Amazon used against this shareholder proposal. Amazon said, quote, diversity, equity, and inclusion are cornerstones of our continued success and critical components of our culture. We believe these values are not only good for business, they are simply right, end quote. Therefore, they don't need a cost-benefit analysis because they just think it's right. Right, so don't even worry about buying, shooting Bud Light or buying Bud Light because where are you going to buy it? You can't go to Target walmart or amazon you're done i think you're done buying stuff what about dollar general i really don't like that's true that's true they can still they can still shop there there, i guess anything else sorry that's it that's all i got no this was nuts good thank you wow and and thank you for joining me i i i I don't think we need matt we could just use ari you're already at his desk right yeah yeah i like you telling me the news this is way better than me looking at the news (laughs) (laughs) all right that's it that's the show Tune in tomorrow where what we're gonna tr- we're gonna play a what are we doing tomorrow? Do you know what we're doing tomorrow? I have no idea what we're doing tomorrow. Oh, you know what? I might be talking to Jesse, our money whisperer. Jesse has started a new social media campaign 
using our data to help her buy stuff, essentially. I, she's looking at buying tampons this week, and she's using our data, our board saver metrics data, to help her to choose which is the best product. Isn't that incredible? I know she went to Target yesterday for this yes. reason, so she can so still we'll, go there, you know. Yeah, so maybe we'll talk to Jesse tomorrow about that. All right, that's it. Cool. Bye.